Some say that alongside this see-it-to-believe-it world is the shadowy realm of the supernatural. Sometimes the residents of that dimension touch us, and in one moment, our lives are changed forever. America's Lady of Supernatural Thrillers, Mary Ann Pohl, is your real ghost chatter host. On this podcast, you'll hear stories by real people who have seen real ghosts. Once in a while, Mary Ann will podcast a tale taken from the genre she loves best, the supernatural. Welcome to today's Real Ghost Chatter episode. Welcome to Real Ghost Chatter. I'm Marianne Paul, America's Lady of Supernatural Thrillers, a charter member of Author Masterminds, and your host on Real Ghost Chatter. Today, Rosella C. Rao is back to share her experience at the Benton Farm in Walton, Kentucky, and to give you some more information about Benton Farms and how you might be able to participate there. I just want you to know she's a ghost hunter, as you may remember, and a paranormal thriller author of the novel The Haunting at 2095, which is based on a true story. And she is currently working on 911 Emergency, which we don't know if it's fiction or nonfiction, supernatural thriller. Rosella lives in Ohio, writes a well-known blog, My Haunted Travel Blog. I will ask her to give you that address on the computer. And I'm turning it over to you, Rosella, now. Hi. Hi. (laughs) I'm glad you're back. Me too. Thank you so much for having me on. I always have a great time with you, of course. Thank you. I do with you too. Thank you so much. (laughs) We've turned into such good friends. We have. This podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, we have. Haven't seen each other ever. (laughs) Yeah, we've never. No, yeah. We have to change that though too. We will. Someday I'm going to have to get down there and see you or get up there actually. Because I'm in Texas. And see you and see Paul and see Harry. All of these are the Victorian house that I'm talking about. I had to take you to the house, yes. Yes, I want to go there. I do. And me, I don't, yes, we all know, I do not seek out paranormal experiences. However, I would make an exception in that case because I, you guys are such good people to be around. Well, and these are all positive spirits. I think it's different when it's like a negative, you know, environment. Yeah, I don't seek that out at all. Mm -mm, Yeah. Oh God, I I walk into that and I walk right out. Uh Uh-huh. Here's a number, how to get rid of it. I got two kids. Bye. I've got two kids, bye. <laughs> People are like, whoa, she's gone quick. And I'm like, uh-huh. <laughs> no way, honey. Uh-huh. But you can call this person. They can help you. <laughs> yeah, it's like, I saw that, didn't want to, I'm gone. Bye. But yeah. <laughs> I'm so glad. I am. I really am so glad I don't have your abilities. <laughs> you, yeah, you always are saying this to me every day. <laughs> it's like, I do not need it. <laughs> I have enough yeah. issues. It's so... <laughs> They find you. Well, they it's funny that they you do find me, but at least it's not every day. <laughs> well, even like the other day, I was sitting with my friend, Heather, and we were on her back porch. And I, I saw that the garage door of this man's house that's been sitting there very quietly um, for almost half a year uh, had movement. The garage was open. I, all of a sudden, I just felt inside the house, and I knew he was gone, passed away dead. Oh. And that his children were the people who were actually in the house. And I had to break it to Heather because she was going to be really upset. But she came out and I'm like, here's your wine. And I'm going to tell you something bad. (laughs) (laughs) And she's like, oh, my God, what? And I told her. And then so the next day, 
yesterday she called me and she goes, you're right. I, I saw one of the kids and they told me. She's like, you always know these things. I'm like, yeah, I do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you accept it. That's what's so good. You just accept it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, here's what it is. I just figure God gave us, he gave it to me for a reason to help people. And that's what I, I always use it always for trying to help and, you know, ease people's pains and move on and have happy acceptance in life. So that's all you can do. You I know? agree. I agree because, you know, people are going to pass from the earth whether they want to or not. And yeah, whether we want old. them to or not. And yeah, well, it doesn't matter how old. You know what? I'm getting older. The older I get, the younger I feel like this age is. So literally, <laughs> when somebody's 95 and we all say, hey, you know, they lived a good long life. Well, they did. Yeah, right. But when you're 95, you're going, man, I can't believe it's over so quick. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, that's true. Yeah, but it's still, it's still, we're all going to do it and it's a matter of accepting it. Yes, you're right. I mm-hmm. think that acceptance is the key to life. I always say that. And, mm-hmm. you know, what else can you do? You can't. Cannot, <laughs> literally. Yes, I totally agree. I quit trying to control life as much as possible anyway. Yes, me too. But when we do, you know, when I do try to control it, well, then my life gets out of control. There you go. <laughs> so I, know, I just yeah. literally have learned to try to be patient and positive like you're talking about. Right. And I, I just like, yeah, I have my little phrases of like, yeah, like acceptance is the key to, like to life and being happy and just like knowing that you don't have, like you have to give up that control to God and know that you don't really truly have any. Right. And just accept and, and be happy with what you have. Cause as we know, anything can be taken away really quick. Very quickly. Uh, as this year is really gone, people really have understood that. I think I always have, but people are finally really starting to understand and give a little grace to that. Mm-hmm. I, I really hope that would more would be happening, but no. You know. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's I very difficult when, you know, we've been in a really amazingly favored time, you know, in the last 50 or 60 years. And, and so when things like bad things are happening, like the, the flus and the COVIDs and people, a lot of people never had to get raised in some really bad times. Yeah. And so it's very difficult to accept that, oh my gosh, things have changed and things have changed, but it's a matter of accepting where you are right now and being grateful for what I have right now. I know. I think that you just have to be very grateful for what you have and who surrounds you. And just, mm-hmm. you know, I'm a firm believer in ridding your life of toxic people. Mm-hmm. People would always tell me, oh, Megan, oh, you're so sensitive, you know. <laughs> well, I don't think so. I think I'm smart from experience. I think you're sensitive because I think you're an empath too. I agree with you. I mean, I don't even have to be in talking to somebody and be in the same room with them and all of a sudden I'll feel like oh my gosh my energy has just been zapped yeah you know there are just some people not many not many but some that are really like that yeah sometimes they're also just in pain and they need to be heard yeah it does depend on the person because yeah if you have people who are your you're in your life and they start taking advantage of you I talked to a lot of mothers and um Especially a certain client lately, she was telling me that. And I'm like, yeah, we need to keep reminding our children, our husbands to tell us that they love us and stop taking advantage and stop taking us for granted. Because I think that that just ends up happening. It's like somehow a part of life. You know, getting somebody else in there to tell you these things that you're not crazy. This is what you're experiencing and remind that family member. So they can be happy again and move on and they stop that pattern. It's a cycle. Yeah, I think that people are really, really realizing cycles now and how dangerous they can be. Oh, they can be. We've had so much sadness and so much despair. And so now that we've gotten onto a very sad subject, 
I think we might want to move on here. And I we'll go, yes. <laughs> bring my audience our, down. <laughs> yeah. We're going to bring our, our, our people like, oh my God, we're going into this. Yeah. Mother talk. Um, <laughs> Which I'm very good at going into since I have two children. Since you have two. And being that mine is grown, I don't have that much mother talk anymore. <laughs> yeah, but you understand, yeah. Oh, I understand fully. I think um, even fathers do now, too. Oh, but yeah, yeah. So we'll go back to, okay, yeah. Well, the farmhouse, the farmhouse. Let's go to the farmhouse. And let's, okay. I know you have experiences there, and I'm really excited to hear it's about a, those. Yeah, you know? it's really, it's crazy. So, yeah, I went to this uh, crash show. Um, so my friend Barry, who I'm always talking about, like, here's, here's the guy's number. He'll take care of it. I'm out. <laughs> um, his number is the one I get out. <laughs> so Barry, actually, he is a demonologist priest, and he gets rid of the bad spirits. Well, he told me about this farm a long time ago, and then he was going to come up, and he was going to have us go to it, because it's right over the border of, uh, of Cincinnati into Kentucky. It's probably like five minutes away. So not far at all for me, especially. I'm like 75 minutes away from Cincy, so I'm like, this is great. And I called this one woman up and she's like, I have a craft show tomorrow. Her name is Mary and she is the owner of the farm. She's a fifth generation. The farm goes back to actually pre-Civil War. I, I, yeah, I was like, okay, you're having a craft show. It's tomorrow. I'm excited. I moved to heaven and earth because I felt like I really should be there for some reason. And, mm-hmm. you know, my love of helping people doing my reading. So I set up shop and this is a funny thing. I knew it was going to rain about two hours in. Everybody was like looking at me like I was crazy packing it up. And I got Mary over there. I called her on my cell phone and I'm like, I got to move this thing. Can I go inside somewhere? And she goes, yeah, you can go to the abandoned farmhouse. And I'm like, oh yeah, that sounds up my alley. (laughs) So I go in and I'm like, oh, like this place, it's Barry written all over it. And I was just like, this is why he likes this place. Oh my gosh. So yeah, it's very, very weird place. Like there is good and bad in there. And I just try to stay very far and ignore the bad as much as I could. But yeah, it's, it's very interesting because if you really, if you want a paranormal experience, this is your place to be. I was doing readings the whole day and over my shoulder, this is what I saw. I can make this up if I try. Yes, I'm a writer, but I'm going to even say I'm not even this good. <laughs> I was, this girl was like pouring her heart out. Their father had just died on the operating table. It was oh, terrible. Wow. And she was connecting, like, you know, trying to connect with like her angels and tell him, you know, how she felt. She didn't get a chance to say goodbye. So I had to have a straight face, of course, and I was trying to listen to her behind her was this like stairwell that kind of wound in an L shape like around basically it followed the wall down so Mm -hmm. from upstairs to downstairs beautiful stairwell and gorgeous and well on the banister this is what I saw on the banister two shadow figured arms just arms crawling like they're walking down the banister oh my and they went all the way from the top to the bottom, and then it stopped, and I still saw the arms shocked about what I was seeing. So, I mean, I just didn't even make a sound. Just froze and just was trying to listen to the girl. And I could not believe what I was really seeing, right? Big shadow-like arms, and they were walking down the banister like one, then the next. Like you were almost <laughs> stepping, but with your arms. Mm-hmm. Down the banister, and then a head... After a few minutes, I mean, I'd say like probably two minutes max, a girl's like a woman, I would say the young girl, really, like 21 to 24, a head popped up 
of a very pale blue-eyed girl with really long hair. I mean, it looked like the ring. I've never seen the ring. Oh but my. Lips. Slash Cosette from Les Mis, if you've ever seen Epony and Cosette when they're kind of, you know, in their poor outfits and stuff, you know, rags. Mm-hmm. It, and she was, it was like, yeah, like very raggy. Her hair looked like she hadn't taken a shower for like months. Oh. It was in strings and black. Very weird. I mean, and, and the skin was like pale and blotchy. Uh, it was strange. And here I had to take, I, I had to not act like I was even seeing it mm-hmm. um, and focus on this girl who I was doing, you know, getting paid to do a reading, right, too. And uh-huh. she's crying and I'm trying to help her and I see this thing behind her. But if I would have told her, I would have scared the heck out of her. Yeah. <laughs> so I didn't want to say anything because I, I didn't want anybody to see what I had seen. So I was like, okay. I'm not going to say anything, right? So then it went away. It just, all of a sudden, it just disappeared, like faded into the background, was gone. And I'm like, okay, phew. Well, an hour later, I heard footsteps in the kitchen around the corner. I I couldn't see into the kitchen from where I was. And I got frustrated enough during another reading with another person that I got up and and Mary is the owner's name. And I was like, Mary, what are you doing in there? It just sounded like somebody was pacing. And I'm like, why is she in there? Maybe she's waiting for me to be done though with the reading to come talk to me. And maybe she wants to say something or she wants one. I didn't know. So I got up and I walked around the corner. Mary wasn't there. Nobody was there. Oh, <laughs> and I had been hearing it for a while. And I mean, for me to get frustrated enough to stand up, it, t- it took a lot. I mean, look what I had to deal with before and I didn't even break my concentration. So I'm like, okay, this was really making me aggravated. But yeah, so we're at, during this event, it's April 24th. It's in this, yeah, the old far- farmhouse. It's haunted as heck. Uh, basically, <laughs> it's known to be like its attic is really haunted. And Mary has had a lot of ghost hunters in there that's had like overwhelming experiences of objects moving to seeing black shadow blobby kind of figures move around things appear out of thin air like materialize that never were there and then the the basement is the same basically but a little bit worse in terms of shadow figures uh looking like they're in robes almost Mm -hmm. kind of like midget like small little like i mean as big as what would i say a size wise like as big as me and uh she she describes it and she sent me pictures of what they've drawn and it's incredible so, so are these like monk type little monk things we don't they're... we don't really even know and mm-hmm. her father before he died which was just recently said thank god your mother never really knew what happened in that house and on that land really she never would have lived there yeah and we still don't know you know if i wanted to find out you know because of my mediumship i i could find out and i bet you in time of being there a lot this because we're gonna i'm gonna be there all day the 24th mm-hmm. i probably will but barry and my friend melvin they investigate together and with me they've been there and they said that there's unmarked graves from pre-civil war we're talking mm. before the civil war was like kind of announced and called something there was people slaughtered on the land from the war and mm. buried like where they died there's horse ghosts if you can believe like oh i can believe that yeah very interesting who run through, through the woods i mean the land is really it's like 260 acres it's so old i mean it's pre-civil war so there's so much on that land that no one knows and the area is extremely known to be haunted other places around because of the civil war so it's very interesting i, I even believe that the house is even used as a kind of a, a hospital and not reported so during the civil war you mean yeah during yeah so 
very interesting stuff. Uh, but we're going to be dining a four course meal in front of that stairwell that I was talking about <laughs> on the first floor. <laughs> um, four course meal with just candlelight and see what happens. And oh I'm, yeah, I wouldn't eat. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm going to be pretty terrified. Mary's like, well, what, what are your allergies? And I'm like, I don't know if I'm going to be able to eat anything. And with all the messages I'm going to be getting, yeah. And I'll just kind of go around the table like this person's with you, this person's with you, and this is where I'm what I'm feeling, and <laughs> and then I'm going to talk about my experience as a child to to basically 30 years old uh -huh. of being an adult of what I've learned and how I knew I was a medium and how this experience changed my life. And then whoever wants my book, I sign my copy a copy of the book and they buy it. And then we're going to go do a paranormal investigation in the attic, the first floor and basement. It's going to be very interesting to say the least. It's $150 a ticket and people say, oh, it's pricey. But I mean, if you are going to a, like, you know, like a four star restaurant or whatever, and like you would be paying $75 probably to 150 a person anyway. So this includes your whole meal, your, you know, paranormal experience and your reading with me, which, you know, could be up to $50 normally. So, you know, you get a half an hour reading with that. And, you know, hopefully I see you again because I just love to help my clients with their life journeys to have positive experiences. So I'm looking at all of this positively. Now people could be like, oh, fear, scary. Yeah. But <laughs> I know, and I know I'm going to see some serious stuff, Mary. I already know. But I try to look at it like, you know, my positive experiences, like of I've seen some serious stuff, but people trying to just get through to you and tell their story. They're just trying in whatever way they can and their means. So I'm going to look at it like that and try to be, you know, my Miss Positive Paranormal like I always am. Mm-hmm. You know, is, so. Yeah, did you say Barry is going to be there? No, he is not. I've asked him. Uh, Barry, he's so busy traveling literally around the country mm -hmm. in his retirement to help people rid these spirits from their homes and lives and attachments. Mm -hmm. So he really doesn't have much time. I haven't seen him in a really, like a year. I don't think I've seen him in a year. Wow. I got There sure that. has been an uptick in this kind of a haunting that's been it going on. Really, a lot of attachments and people having dreams which easily those dreams that you like if you see a little girl and you're always having these dreams about a little girl haunting you through your dreams basically mm -hmm. um it's an attachment it's just a demon coming through as an mm -hmm. trying to pretend it's a girl it's terrible mm -hmm. i have my it is one of my friends has a husband that's he's been suffering for his whole life with this and he's like, well, maybe, you know, like I went to a camp or something and, you know, picked up some ghost girl. And I'm like, I hate to tell you what this really is, but, you know, but, you know, here's Barry's number. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> You're so funny. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you. I hate to tell you what it is. Throw the card and I'm gone. <laughs> Barry loves it. He's like, oh, so yeah. <laughs> Who gave my card out and threw it at you? Yeah. Okay. Got it. No. I'm just okay, joking. So, I know you are. <laughs> but that's I'm, great. I'm a really funny. I try to be upbeat and funny all the time. So well, you do good at it. After you know, <laughs> I know. We have right? to laugh or we go crazy, and I think that that would probably be really true at these times. So. <laughs> oh <laughs> yeah, laugh. yeah, that, yeah. I think you would need to have a sense of humor, or else it would be bad. <laughs> it would be very, very bad. Give us the yes. website address that for the farmhouse. 
Okay, so yeah, if you can look it up under, it's a well, basically it's called Farmhouse Dinner and Reading with Rosella, and it's if you look it up on Facebook, it comes up when you type that up for looking for events, or you can go to the Haunted Benton Farmhouse. So the Haunted Benton, and that's B-E-N-T-O-N Farmhouse, and then also you can buy the tickets on Evanbrite. If you look up Evanbrite.com. And then you type in farmhouse dinner, Rosella C. Rao, medium, author, paranormal investigation. It'll come up and it's on my Rosella C. Rao page. On Twitter, Facebook? Mm-hmm. And Facebook, yes. Okay. Yeah. And also I'm going to put it up on my blog soon too now that we're kind of getting close enough. So, and my blog is my haunted, my haunted travel blog.blogspot.com. And I do have one new blog up finally because I haven't been able to write for three months because of my kids. Um, being home from COVID stuff, not having it, but just school stuff of them mm-hmm. shutting down. We're in Ohio. So I finally got one up, folks. I'm really excited. And then I have another one scheduled in two weeks. So I'm back at it. And then my podcast is also, yeah, Hunting Good Radio Show. So that is going to be fun. And I have a bunch of things going on. And it's on there, too. I have a podcast with Mary. And she explained stuff about her father growing up on the farm, coming here as an immigrant, and his whole life on the farm and in the house, and the things that her whole family has seen. And it's funny because Mary is like, I haven't ever experienced it myself because I just am not... She's like, I don't know if I'm not open enough, but other people always say these things. She has had a cold experience, like a cold spot experience, kind of feel like it went through her once. Uh-huh. And when she was in the house doing an event, like letting people investigate. But she just kind of stands to the side and lets you kind of do your thing. And my friend, actually, Missy, who is a romance novelist, will be there. And she's going to be helping me as well with guiding people through the house and doing investigations. So you get to meet two authors, really, in one, because she's my my friend just coming to help, but she's really awesome too. So I always support my friends. And of course you do. Yes, you do. My writer friends, you know, <laughs> I think I know some spiritual warfare, like thriller writer. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I think you might. <laughs> you might. Yeah. The one that's blocked right now that can't seem to get any more done. Yeah. That one. <laughs> <laughs> now we need to meditate about this, Mary. Oh, I know. No. <laughs> yeah. I know. I know. It's always fun. <laughs> It's hard when you don't have, feel like you have energy, but you know, now things are opening up. I think uh, people are feeling a lot more better. They want to get out and it's going to be just like, you know, just good old fun. We, we actually hope to have one even once a month. Uh, if we get a crowd kind of, you know, in the word out promotion, it'll be exciting because I don't live that far away. The farm is interesting. Like everywhere you go. I mean, this farm has goat yoga, like the baby goats. And you mean like the get on your back, baby, that yoga? Yeah, and yeah. she actually supported the farm because the farm is um like a charity basically, and she's just trying to do this to keep it for her grand her grandchildren. The whole family has their own homes they built on the property. Mm-hmm. It's pretty amazing, and they just support it by they shear sheep in front of like visitors to show them how to take care of the animals. They milk cows. They they are really big on educating children about farmland and how to farm uh, and be farmers because we need them. Mm-hmm. And she's passionate about what she does and you can hold the little baby goats for like ten dollars and it all goes to you know her farm just feeding her animals and, and just charity it's awesome and then she has a craft show that i'm going to be reading at again doing readings may 15th yeah look up benton farm and it's really cool they have so much to offer and mary is hilarious 
always has tons of stories that are wacky and I just I just love her you know like how you become friends with people really fast because you have so much in common you don't know how and she's just that personality <laughs> yes I do understand that you're very aware of that right <laughs> I'm very aware of that I am you know crazy, that but it's worth it yeah it's you know, people are getting quite a bit that they go do this you know if you want to contact me under Rosella C. Rao you know message me about it and ask me something go ahead I'm, I am I mean we have six tickets left actually I think we have five now and we're just really looking to have a really great time and have some awesome promotion we've even invited the mayor of the town so I hope uh-huh. that he comes I mean, he, apparently he's really into the paranormal so and we're hoping to get some bus tours in later as we build this Mm-hmm. Um, bring 50 people almost at a time and you can tour the land and stuff when it gets warmer out. So we're inside now and they'll take you a little bit around the house and the property and give you some great ghost stories too while you're kind of doing. So you'll either get your reading with me, do be paranormal investigating upstairs or have your ghost stories outside on the property. So you're never going to be bored <laughs> at this event and you might just get a very great experience like mine that you'll live to tell. So it's not- <laughs> I still can't believe what I saw. I, was like, I know I that is it. so amazing to me. It's, it's I, I can't believe you kept a straight face and did a reading at the same time. That was pretty I, impressive. You know, yeah. Every time I think of myself as not being that savvy, I think of that moment. And I'm like, <laughs> you know what? I held myself together without screaming. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was really <laughs> insane. I, cause I, I mean, I tell you, I really do walk into rooms and go, here is Barry's card. I'm out. I do. <laughs> And I'm just like, I held myself together for that. That is the most insane thing I have. Well, I'm impressed. And, you know, I don't know what somebody was, you never found out who was doing the walking and pacing in the kitchen, right? No, I never did. Now, Mary said the whole time she thought that I was describing her mother, what she used to look like when she was young. Oh. Um, I'm not sure, but you know what? It just looked like the ring to me. What I saw, I mean, slash, yeah, like very lame, miserable with rags, and uh-huh. just, I haven't taken a bath in a year. Really, really weird. It was, it was truly freaky. I mean, if somebody tried to draw a picture of this, they wouldn't even be be able to recognize what they were kind of seeing. Really, um, you had to sit there and experience it. I think. So you're, it had like those black eyes. Well, actually, it had blue eyes. There were really pale blue eyes, but it was like the skin was like really pale and, and it's just so white, like bright white and, uh-huh. and blotchy. Mm. And the hair was black, but in strings, like how your hair Ugh. gets so yeah. dirty. Yeah. It's in strings. Yeah. It, it was really, it was so creepy and it just stared at me and it stared at me for probably about eight minutes. I'd oh, say. Oh, you're kidding. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I had to hold, I, I was holding my breath. <laughs> because I was just trying to look like I'm really intently listening and I was really still trying to not miss what this girl was saying because if I did I wouldn't be able to support what she was going through right so and this is the girl that was crying am I right the one that was yeah she yeah. was crying so this whole family came to me and they were talking to me about their like uh, basically father that just died on the operating table trying to figure out why he had died mm-hmm. and I did figure it out he told me right away mm-hmm. um, and he was there uh, but for the minutes that he wasn't there, this showed up. Like, it's almost like he left because he knew this entity was going to come. Mm-hmm. And then as soon as the entity came, he, he you know, like, and, like basically it was there for eight minutes. And then when it was gone, he came back. Oh, that's interesting. 
It was really strange. Well, I, I, that makes sense though. If that was an evil type entity, but it didn't sound too nice. Don't say that. It did not. You know, maybe they but know. Mary says know this happens the all the time and she doesn't believe it's evil. I don't know. <laughs> I, I can't tell you what I really felt it was because, because I've seen some serious stuff. Yeah. But nope, never seen anything like that. And I don't get scared easily because I can walk in and be like, ah, whatever. I've seen it all. And now I can really <laughs> say that. <laughs> now you can really say that. Well, I don't know. Well, I do know that you have. Had things twirl around on your, what was it, the hanger that decided to twirl around? You've seen that now. You've seen, yeah, you know, poltergeist yeah. activity. You've I, seen yeah. all kinds of things. You're right. I, I don't want to see what you've about my seen. other house because you don't even know about <laughs> my other house that I moved from to get here. I know, I right? Here for three three years. Yeah, we had a really bad situation that we had to move out. So that's a whole nother kitten caboodle story. But. <laughs> I have seen some serious stuff, but that, that was, wow. And, and then I had to tell Mary. I didn't even know how to approach somebody who I just really met and who had been so kind to move me into this house and this, you know, I'm like, this storm is coming. Nobody will believe me, but I got to get everything down and we got to hurry and we got to move. And she, she was so kind. She's like, Hey, you're the medium. I understand. You know, it's fine. And we, we brought me in and right as we brought me in, just huge giveaway. And I'm like, all these people who I warned around me, don't say I didn't warn you. <laughs> and I'm like, aha, uh-huh, yeah. Oh, it's not coming here, right? And Mary's like, I just believe you from now on. Yes, yes, yes. And she's just been so supportive and sweet. And this other woman, Debbie, who also um, tweets out and posts, they're very so supportive of me. Awesome people. And I just want to help their farm and what they do as well. They have so, you, you could go here and have any kind of experience. I mean, people are walking around just telling me like, is this place haunted? And I'm like, oh yeah, it's haunted or whatever. And, oh, I thought so. I felt weird. You know, and <laughs> you just don't ever really know if other people feel it too until they say so. <laughs> I know. I remember when we first talked, I don't think you were as comfortable telling people you're a medium as you are now. No, uh, I'm not. Yeah, I was you, not. You were really not. And right now, it's just at least you've accepted it and you're working toward helping other people with it. That is really yeah, admirable. Yeah, I figure it's not about me. I get, I try not to have my neighbors even know what I do, that kind of thing, mm-hmm. because judgment is mine. But I think that stems from that Catholic guilt uh-huh. that yeah, I grew I up with and getting a little lost along the way. And Nobody judge. likes to be ridiculed or judged. So Right, literally, right. I try not to do that to anyone, and I would pray that nobody would try to do that to you in Jesus' name. You know, we are all here, and none of, I don't know, we are all here with different gifts. And right. so. Well, and I believe in lifting people up and utilizing the gifts God gave, no matter what they are, and supporting people in their any kind of time of need, because that's what we're here for to share and care. Mm-hmm. Be together, because that was what He intended. So we should just, we should be. We should mm-hmm. do it. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I've had, a, I've had some ridicule, not very much as you would think, but growing up, I really did from, from my, yeah, my family, mm-hmm. friends not wanting to spend the night, <laughs> stuff like that, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's why I love going these places too. I just love to travel. Mm-hmm. You know, who can say they've experienced what I, what I just did. So, mm-hmm. you know, but maybe you can, if you come to the event, you know, tell me if you see it, because I'm really highly interested if you do. Like, <laughs> am I the only person? person who just saw that <laughs> <laughs> I would really love to feel a little uncrazy that the you know <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> I don't think you're crazy. You were sure if you are, you really have a very detailed imagination. <laughs> I know. I was like, that's why I said I'm a writer, but I tell you, I, I toot my horn, but it's just not that good. I, you know, no, I could not have ever thought of that. Right. I just agree. Crazy. I agree. But it was an experience that, I mean, would it say, I say it changed my life. You know, no, because it didn't do anything really, you know, religious for me, that kind of thing. But it was just, um, what was that? Did I just see that? That's crazy. But, you know, whatever people are trying to communicate, I hope, in whatever way they can. And I guess that's the only thing that they could do, maybe. like It's pretty impressive. It was, yeah. Yeah. I mean, telling Mary was like, I'm going to freak you out. But she was, like, totally accepting. She's like, we see so so much stuff. There's nothing you can say to me that I, you know, it won't be, she won't be shocked. So the farmhouse is abandoned? Well, basically, yeah, nobody lives in it because the mother said no one is allowed to live here after I die. And so the father even didn't live there the last few years because this was her request. And she just wanted it kind of to, to be to herself. I think she's definitely there, along with whatever else is there. Now, people have reported Civil War soldiers being at the top of the stairs several times or a man with a hat. And I can tell you, I think that that is there. I think, I mean, we're talking pre-Civil War, which it was a hard, hard life back then. Uh Uh-huh, it was. Right. And, you know, we had slavery and all these things. There's some pain there. Uh, and you know, I think they just want their story told. Mm-hmm. Stuff like that. They just want their, their story told. I understand. I agree. Well, this sounds really interesting. I can hardly wait to hear from you when you get back from that. Yeah, I think it's going to be so interesting. And we want to do a live podcast too. So kind of, yeah, everybody kind of stay tuned. And I'd love to be on your show again and talk about what we, what we did experience, you know, and, and just, just chat about it. Who knows what I'll see next? I, I can mean, hardly wait. I mean, I could, you could write books from what you're seeing. (laughs) I think so. I could rewrite, rewrite, uh, Les Miserables, but apparently, so very interesting. (laughs) So Andrew Lloyd Webber did a good job. (laughs) (laughs) I really appreciate this today and I'm, God, I hate to say it's time to close, but it is. Well, it's okay. I got to get my kids on school. So yeah, perfect timing. But I love, I love talking with you. It's always awesome. I do too. Thank you. (laughs) Yeah. And if you're interested again, it's Benton Farms. So look up the farm. If you enjoyed this podcast, I encourage you to share it with others you think would also be interested. If you'd like to know more about me, go to M-A-R-Y-A-N-N-P-O-L-L.com and or authormasterminds.com forward slash M-A-R-Y dash A-N-N dash P-O-L-L Until next time, may the wind always be at your back, the sun on your face, and the good Lord walk beside you.